0: Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. It's about five questions in nine minutes, so our industry leaders can share their insights because the hackers are never sleeping. Today, we have a repeat offender. He is the Steve Martin of the Cyber Pro Podcast, coming back with another jacket. Todd Rowley. He was on episode number ninety-three in June of twenty twenty-one, and he talked to us about how he can, how people can achieve the experience needed to become a cyber professional. So, Han, uh, first question, what have you been up to since the last time you were on the Cyber Pro Podcast?
1: Wow, well, I, I'm i now back in the office, as you see. I'm not. I'm, I'm out of the sunroom at home, which is great. And so, you know, I'm uh, not wearing a mask. Probably probably the best thing, one of the most fun things, is, uh, I you know, as, as you may recall, I had begun a journey to get a cyber degree we had nothing to do with my do- you know, day job as a banker, but I'd started that uh, uh, journey at that time. And I, I finished as of May of this year, I have now uh, finished my cyber degree, my third NOVA degree. I started out with IT uh, coding. I went to cloud computing. This is a degree in cyber. And with that, I'm also certified with uh, NSA and DHS. So that was, that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, you know, I... Everything else, back at the office, doing my job. It's been a lot, of, a lot of uh, good, positive
0: transition back to the office. That's amazing. I'm really interested, especially because you've been in an interesting situation where you've kind of come through the education path. You you get to see the cybersecurity landscape from that path, but also from you know your job as a banker during the you know during the daytime, and. How do you feel the cybersecurity landscape has evolved over the past few years? From an educational standpoint, or from an
1: economic standpoint, or? Give me a both. Give me a back, yeah, I mean, whoa. yeah, grab, grab, grab it from both sides. Okay, thank you. Uh, I think from an educational standpoint, it, it, it's, it's starting to create partnerships that are working. Um, back in 2021, I had begun the discussions uh, as, as you know, uh, I'd served as uh, board member and, and chairman of the uh, board of directors of the Northern Virginia Community College, if we call it NOVA, uh, right here in Northern Virginia. And I also sit uh, as a board member emeritus on the board uh, of business school at Virginia Tech. And one of the degrees at Virginia Tech was BIT Cyber, Business Information Technology Cyber. And what, what would bother me Uh, often you know rick is i i would i would be in these conversations uh at the university and and i i felt like there was a there's so many students that were in the community college system that would want to go and and get a degree in bit cyber um and and you know have that option but for their personal economics you know their family economics you know they they couldn't afford, you know, the the meal plan, the housing, uh, you know, the, the, all of that stuff. Let alone, you know, the gas to get to Blatchburg and back from, you know, all of that before they even got the classes. And so uh, I had I started having conversations with the the president of, of Nova and Crest, and the dean of the business school, Robert Sumacraft, and said, "Can we can we bring these two together? Because they're." I was taking virtual classes. I knew that during COVID, the BIT Cyber students were taking, you know, uh, virtual classes. I said, "Why can't we uh, set it up so that you can get your four-year degree virtually from Virginia Tech, two years at Nova, immediately then two year finish two years, uh, you know, kind of dual enrolled uh, w- with Virginia Tech and a BIT Cyber degree." is very valuable because it has the uh the business degree uh that you'd get at a university with a patina of cyber and deloitte uh you know uh, you know all of these large companies uh, amazon and others they they're they're picking up these students because they they know not only and it kind of gets to your other part of the question the economics of of cyber because Cyber for cyber's sake is, is interesting, but it's, it's twofold. Yeah. you know, For businesses, how do we deliver a cyber product efficiently? And in such a way that we're making some money because making money is not a bad thing for the company. That's it's why they get out of bed in the morning. Uh, but also, you know, it's, you know, to be, if you do, unless you're doing pure research, you know, where you're just, you know, doing research, for research sake. You know, if you're in business, you want people that are that are customer-facing and non-customer-facing, customer-supporting, to be doing things efficiently that aren't costing the company money. Yeah, and so you you have that economics. So I think that's why this degree was important. What's interesting now is it has been expanded. Uh, Germana Community College here in Virginia has now picked it up and uh, having discussions with the Virginia Community College system to see how we can expand this further across the Commonwealth, so that uh, this issue of shortages of cyber-trained individuals can go from dozens to hundreds to potentially thousands and never have to leave their house. And the nice thing about that is that you know the brain drain of people moving away to go to college and never going back home to fill those jobs or back home can now be filled because the person never has to leave home. Is that fair? That's, I love it. That's
0: great, Todd so what about emerging trends technologies or approaches what what are you excited about that's an emerging cybersecurity solution that you've learned about so far I don't know if it's a solution
1: but I just think is that the, the the discussions that are going on I think people are breaking down the walls of conversations and I think you know and, and largely because of you know what we just talked about what are the things that I, I that that creates these these uh you know Broken walls of communication is is the fact that by by putting this program together the way we have and not having to have housing and, and meal plans and all the other stuff uh, is that somebody can fit, finish their four year degree the same degree and going to four going to a four year college on campus does have value unless you can't afford it right but the cost is fifty percent of the cost if you go to no and then you go to yeah take the Virginia Tech so. 50% of the cost is, is, is pretty significant cost reduction for a four year degree. Uh, but I think the, what we're seeing in the way of, of, um, trends right now is, you know, where, where people are coming out and saying, okay, um, you know, I, I had a conversation recently with the chief scientist of the air force. Uh, another good friend of mine, uh, is kind of head of strategy, uh, you know, for it and, and, and cyber and security at 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 Space Force. You know, I have another friend that uh is is working uh at G you know GS you know the GSA you know and so you know GSA really oversees all that 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 cyber spend for the for the for the you know, federal government uh and tying that into the the private sector I see a lot more communications a lot less um you know kind of hide the ball and you know Chris you know, a lot of times with cyber, you know, that everybody wants to kind of protect their, you know, you know, cover their ball, right? They you know, not play, let anybody play with it. And right now, the, the environment is such that more people are saying we've got to we've got to share this ball, or you know, all we're doing is creating more and more vectors of exposure. Yeah, and that's and that's a, a key thing. Is that communications is is uh, is going to be a key to success going forward? It's at least at least
0: I think so. I love I love that. You know, I don't people don't often think about communication as an emerging approach to a problem, but it has to be. And so I yeah. appreciate the way you, you broke that out. You, no, know, no, it itself. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. For sure. And 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 that's a great point. Todd, I would like to know if you have any real world cybersecurity stories uh, that we can get some lessons or takeaways from. Specifically from the education side, right? Because you have a story, right? You just recently went back, uh, you know, against what you what you normally do for your big boy job, uh, and got multiple degrees, and have moved yourself into, you know, the ability to be a cyber professional. But I'd be curious, you know, what what real world cybersecurity education stories do you have, or could you share that we can get a good lesson? From? Well, you know, if
1: I had to marry, you know, you know, cyber risk with, with financial services, right? Yeah. You know, I, th- I think there is uh, a, a great deal of, uh, both opportunity and exposure, uh, for, for, for cyber risk and, 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 cyber security. Uh, the, the biggest risk we have, uh, and this is not just, you know, banks, but it's global across all financial services, you know, whether it be investment banks, whether it be, uh, you know, you know, the institutional, you know, investor group, um, and, and that is, you know, the risk of, of cybercrime, you know, cybercrime is, 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 is it, is, is a huge risk. And, 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 you know, the, the preponderance of, of people that are, that are doing cybercrime now, they're not, they're not going into the bank with a, with a fraudulent check and trying to cash it with a teller line. They're, they're sitting, you know, back in, in their living room, and they're keyboarding, you know, it, uh, a a false EFT, you know, you know, electronic funds transfer and, you know, all they needed, you know, it's, it's that old adage, you know, we have to be, you know, visual at hundred percent of the time, they just had to be successful one time. Right. And, and I think, uh, there, there are many, uh vice presidents of finance or controllers who, who really don't understand that they need to lock this stuff down and um the 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 main tool that's out there um uh, you know it's positive it's called positive pay which is an ach protection and it you know, there's two two different types there's positive pay for uh checks and positive pay for ach items which are electronic items and you know we get a lot of, of uh they think they think there's are kind of saving themselves by not getting the full you know full coverage but they're, they're really leaving the back door open, you know? And so, uh, you know, I think uh, I, I've, I see many studies and many many stories of individuals uh, who call the bank and say, uh, I'm the controller for such and such. Uh, we just got hit by, you know, a, a fraudulent ACH item last week. And the, the risk here, Rip, is that we're individuals, you know, we got caught, hit by something yeah, we've got you know we've got a month to re- to, to to respond, let's say, or you know we got we got an extended period of time as individuals to report and get that taken care. of. How long do you think companies have? And I think it's seventy two hours. Is that about right? Twenty four hours. Twenty four. Yeah. Your 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 answer is a lot closer to the answer I get from many many you know uh, you know financial professionals and companies. See, they think they have this long time. It's like, you know, uh, reporting a fraudulent charge on your credit card. you know, no, this, uh, they, the, the, the federal government, you know, the fed, uh, has determined that, you know, you, sh- you as a company should be checking your stuff daily, you know, and so you should be aware of a fraudulent item the day it appears, you know, which means that you need to have, uh. Back checks and you need to have you know, backstops. If you're going on vacation, who's checking? You know, you know, you you can't come back from vacation and say, "Oh, there was an item." You know, right. you need to you, depending on the size of the company, you need to be either checking daily or have other people in your office as as backup and uh, explain to them the, the risk. And and a, in, a, in, a, in a a a form of well, prevention of that is what I just said. Put the tools in place. Positive pay ACH, positive pay for checks that you're validating. These are the checks and ACH items that should be paid against our account, so that when they come in, if a fraudulent one comes in, we bounce it right back. Nice. You know, and that's just not our bank. Every bank, every bank wants to do this with their clients. Nobody wants to have a client that incurs a fraudulent debit and and have money out of their account they can't recover. Because if you know if you go to you know you know the the police force they'll you know, it's not they're not, not they're not being uh insensitive but in their mind uh yeah no one no one's hurt here you know no no, no individual was was hard yeah you know, the company was hard but they've got so many other things they're chasing down they're not gonna they're, they're they'll, they will take your your report they'll put a file together but that money's somewhere far east eastern europe It's gone, you know, and it's slow, you know, you got to, you know, that's, that's what I see. I see much more op attempts at cyber theft than in prior years. And so people need to lock that down.
0: Todd's final question, fun question for you. We once in the before times asked you what your favorite piece of retro technology was, but now I want to know what your favorite piece of current technology is that makes you smile.
1: Oh, current technology. Um, I'm an early adopter. So, you know, I, you know, you know, I I am I am very much uh someone who who likes, you know, uh new new gadgets. So, you know, I I let's see, new technology. That's a good question. Um I just like everything that talks to everything. You know, you know, so you know, maybe the, you know, I I I enjoy, you know, the ability, you know, to play my uh yeah, my 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 TV shows or my you know podcasts or my more I mean I I, I I'm I'm kind of wickered together when it comes to you know you know flipping something from the TV to the PC over to my phone then over it over it to you know you know, like, yeah, Amazon you yeah, know yeah, yeah I yeah so I I think that it it, it may be uh, old new technology but anytime somebody comes up with a new way of integrating, you know, your, your communications or your entertainment into that new, you know, into a, a new device. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm pretty much, uh, you know, uh, I, I love being the beta. <laughs> that is. God, thank you so much for being on the cyber pro podcast again. Well, you're, you're very kind. I, as you said, I, I felt like uh Saturday night live, I'm a multi-year guest. So <laughs> I'll see you, my (laughs) buddy, again in three years. (laughs) Nice.